The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Thursday morning, Feb 22, Toby and T.J. with you. I mean, we're not far from March, TJ. What, a week away? That's, uh, it's crazy because we've begun preparations for the uh, big giveaway, you know, the 68-team giveaway. And Are we I, doing that again this year? Yeah, we'll be doing that again this year. But, like, just thinking about it, like, I was like, it just seems like it was New Year's, and now we're, like, we're almost yeah. to that event. Like, we're almost to the end of basketball season. So. Time's out of control, isn't it? Yeah. A week from tomorrow... I will be at Love's Field for the grand opening of the brand new OU softball stadium a week from tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow, we will be at Eldale Mitchell Park, TJ. Home opener tomorrow afternoon. And just absolutely gorgeous weather predicted for the opening weekend. So hopefully that's the extended uh, forecast, too, for uh, Love's Field. A little breezy, a little breezy, but... For February, are you kidding me? Oh, Breezy's fine when it's supposed to be uh, high 60s, low 70s. Breezy is not fine when we've had some opening weekends where it's in the 40s and breezy. So. Oh, snow. We've had ice. <laughs> right. We've had. Um, yeah, it looks like wind blowing in tomorrow, blowing out Saturday and Sunday. Right state in town for four, starting at four tomorrow afternoon. I got two college football stories to discuss with you, and you're not going to like either one of them. Uh, which one do you want to start with, TJ? Uh, the one that I won't like. All right. Uh, the college football playoff people are considering, or they have, they're bouncing around the idea of a 14-team playoff. <laughs> look, we haven't even had the 12 yet. Look, I told you it's getting to 16. <sighs> they're not fooling anyone. Like, just just do it. That's what you're doing. Why do you like the number 16? I don't. I'm saying that's typically a lot of pro uh, sports. Your number's around 16 on that. Mm -hmm. And I just figured that's what they're going to get to. Because it never stops. The, 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 The two was never good enough. Like, we can't, we, uh, you know, we can't just have two teams. Right. So you went to the four team playoff. It was yes. never good enough because, well, five and six are just as good. Who's to say that four is as good as five and six? So you go to the 12 team. It was going That's to true. be the same argument. 13 is just as good as 12. Why wasn't 13 of all? So you go out to 16. Well, 17, 18. When does it stop? When does it stop? It's, it's just like the NCAA basketball tournament. Let's just keep adding teams. Well, we've been on 64. Well, I guess we're at 68. 68 now, now yeah. Uh, that, now, just for new listeners to our show, you like the old. Yes. 
the you want you liked it when we really didn't know who I the like it champion was. When athletes weren't allowed to leave the campus, much less transfer anywhere. They were poor and we had two teams making the championship. That's what I like. Well, that's not the like that's the BCS. <laughs> right. Like I, I that's I mean that's you like it back when it was pre even BCS when Everybody played in the orange. Didn't Rose mind whatever. it. Yeah, and did not mind that at all. Like, did you win the title or do we win the title? <laughs> right. They're like, I don't know. Let's. And there's four different places that vote for four different champions. <laughs> um, so here's what it says: uh, the idea of a 14-team college football playoff starting in 2026 was discussed at CFP meetings in Dallas on Wednesday, just months before the start of the first season with a 12-team playoff. Bill Hancock acknowledged the idea was discussed, but declined to provide specific details, saying there's work to be done. Um, the CFP officials pushing to finalize a deal for a television contract for the next eight years. Three lingering issues remain unsolved. Access, distribution of money, and governance. Hancock said the issues need to be resolved within the next month. I'm trying to see if they say anything about 14. According to sources, the most dominant discussion of a new model revolved around a 14-team model, and CFP leaders left Wednesday's meeting feeling there was momentum. The bump from 12 to 14 teams, as opposed to 16, would mostly address the issue of access rather than finances. I don't know what that means. So anyway, uh, maybe maybe we're going to 14. I don't know. I'm pretty fired up about this 12 thing this year, though. Uh, playoff games on home fields and the bracket. You know, I love a bracket, TJ. You love a bracket. I am interested okay. to see how it plays out, and especially the the home field advantage situations <laughs> like that. So we'll see how it goes. But it's definitely jockeying, not stopping at 12. Jockeying not just to get into the playoff, but for the different levels of the playoff, you know, buys, home field advantage, so forth and so on. It's got a chance to be kind of cool, you know. Plus, we're going to be in the SEC this year. I don't know if you heard about that. Problem when did, is, when did that happen? We have no chance of being in the playoff because our over-under is like <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> looking, at, looking at how yesterday went on Twitter and uh, the text line today, yeah, we spent – I thought we had a great segment, or it was longer than a segment. We went, like, almost the full 8 a.m. hour breaking down, like, that over-under and the SEC and the level of teams and a lot of college where we're talk. going to fall and this and that and crickets. And we brought up the price of donuts, and uh, it's like, price of donuts? You morons? Mm-hmm. So We give people what they want. <laughs> I got another football topic. This is going to be pretty unpopular, but I'm going to talk a little more football with you, teacher. I got another thing you're not going to like, and I saw this on the local news last night. But according to the local news, the line is out on next year's OU Texas game. Let me yes. guess. Texas. I don't, know I don't know what source this is. I can't tell you what casino. It's awfully anymore. early, but I, I, I guess they do put them out a around January, or February. Out, yeah. yeah. A line. Um, I will say. Texas is favored by what I've seen over the last month or two. It's got to be at least by 43 points. I'll put it at 43. Close. Close. Texas minus 10 and a half. I knew it was a lot. I knew it was going to be double digits. What is the deal? I, 
Trust me. Are we living in an imaginary world? For years, Sean and I have banged our heads on a wall. Like, I can't tell you how many phone calls or texts we've exchanged over this topic with Texas and how Vegas views them and the national media views them and why Sean feels there's this want and desperate need by the national uh, ESPNs or whoever it is to make them good. And we can't figure it out because even when they're good, they draw nice numbers, but they don't draw numbers like some of the other programs in the country. So we've never been able to figure it out. And this one's a mystery too. They've lost so many players on the defensive side of the ball. Quinn Ewers is a good game-managing quarterback. But he's not Vince Young. He's not Baker Mayfield or Kyler Murray or Jamison Winston. These guys that changed the game. Johnny Manziel when he was at A&M. He's just a good, nice quarterback. And I don't understand what's going on with this team going into next year. Well, I can tell you exactly what it is. It's people like you that are constantly cramming the state of Texas down. <laughs> it's people like you. Me eating at Longhorn, Longhorn Steakhouse. Longhorn Steakhouse is what? Like, why does everybody love the Longhorn so much? Oh, yeah, we're going to the Longhorn yeah. Steakhouse That's tonight. Ex- Continue to pump money into their athletic department with every baked potato that I eat. That's exactly it. That's exactly Texas it. Texas this, Texas that. Look, we got to fly our Texas state flag. Isn't Texas great? Everything's bigger and better in Texas. And, and that starts to permeate the psyche of America. They have brainwashed America with this everything's bigger and better in Texas. And have you, you been and to like, Bucky's? Of course the Longhorns are going to be good. Look at this. Look, And then they get a football team that can, you know, throw the throw and catch. And they're like, oh, my, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. These guys are going to go 12-0 and and beat OU by double digits. It's your fault. It's not my fault. You and all your you Texas don't put that on me. Texans. You do not put that on me. I got a buddy who grew up in Oklahoma, but now lives in Texas. And I saw him a while back, and he's going on and on about how great Texas is. And I was like, "Who are you? What happened?" He's like, "You really? I mean, you should come live down here. It's great. We got everything. We don't even really need the rest of the United States. We got beaches. We got." <laughs> We got all four climbers. We got mountains. We got cities. We got ranches. We got all kinds of great food. Texas is awesome, man. I was like, I don't even know you anymore. But that's the way you Texas people are. You never hear me say some of those things. Yes, I have and do eat at Longhorn Longhorn Steakhouse. What are you wearing right now? That's a personal question. I am wearing a... But looks like a vintage T-shirt. It's a Ford Mustang T-shirt. Are you wearing a hat? Jeans, no hat. Well, that's a shocker. Usually you're wearing your Texas Rangers world champion (laughs) gear. So, I mean, it's no surprise to me, but But ten and a half. Explain the ten and a half. Like, I realize OU's got some questions going into next year, and and quarterback being one of those, but... They've got questions, too. The Well, gambling is completely built around perception. Where can we get the money? Not necessarily an evaluation of rosters and all that kind of stuff. I mean, there is some of that that goes into it, I'm sure. But 
they are laying this line based on perception. And the perception is Texas went to the college football playoff last year. Steve Sarkeesian is one of the hottest coaches in America. And they got their quarterback back, which is always a big deal when you're evaluating how good a team's going to be next year. Now, you and I don't think as highly of Quinn Ewers as all your buddies down in the state of Texas do and across uh, the SEC. But they got their quarterback back. Now, they don't have almost everybody else back on the offensive side of the ball. All the guys he threw it to and, and, and handed That's it to. That's what I'm saying, but, yeah. And I know they've they recruited well. they got Quinn Ewers back. Uh, Oklahoma, on the other hand, lost their quarterback embarrassingly in the transfer portal, in their opinion. Well, even though we knew it was going to happen all along, mm-hmm. in the national perception, oh, my God, things, this must be a sinking ship. Even Dylan Gabriel wants out of that place. Um, and, you know, went a paltry, what, 10-3 and three last year? So, I, I don't know. Can beat that team they're a ten and a half point dog to. I don't think that happened. Now that I think about it, I, th- I don't. Well, think that's what I'm saying. Texas it's almost year. like they've erased it from all their memories. Like it really didn't happen. It did, but it was a last second touchdown, that's... so it was really a loss. <laughs> that's how they view it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really a loss. They they beat us, TJ. I mean, they you know they beat the they beat the bleep you know out, out of us. Yeah. And they lost. So that obviously was a fluke. But uh, I'm here for it. Just keep it going. Let's let's keep all the uh, chip. Let's put all the chips on the shoulders we can going into this year. Ten and a half. Now, that that's, won't be the line. That's massive in that game. What? Uh, who does Texas play before they get to OU? I'm gonna look that up real fast. Uh, OU plays Tennessee. And is there one more conference game before Texas, or is, is that it? Do we, they go to Auburn? I'm pulling it up right now. I'll go to Texas. You go to OU. Okay. I'll figure out what the schedule is in these two play. Let's see I should have here. OU's memorized, but I can't think of it. Uh, Tennessee and Auburn before Texas. Okay. All right. And so then what's the off week. What's OU's record in the Texas game? Whew. See, win, win, win. So 3-0. and I think in Norman they win that game. I'm going to say I'll just just to say and and to be fair and not sound like a complete homer. I'll split the Tennessee Auburn and say that they are um, that make them four and one going into that game because they okay. I think both teams have the off week before the game on the 12th. I believe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, oh, Texas plays Colorado State at Michigan, UTSA, Louisiana Monroe. And their SEC opener is Mississippi State at home, so they only have one SEC game before they play OU. Yeah. So they're four and one, unless they beat Michigan at Michigan. And, and with Harbaugh gone, who knows? You know, maybe they do drop off a little, and they they obviously they were loaded last year, which I don't like Texas's questions. chances of winning in Ann Arbor. I, I don't either. I'm just saying. I'm going to say both teams are four and one. Okay, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I I'm going to say Texas is four and one, and OU's five and zero oh because unlike you, I have faith in Brent <laughs> I didn't say I didn't have Coach, faith. I said I'm going to be today. fair here and say four and one. What a shot that was to the whole coaching staff. <laughs> All right, well, ten and a half is the uh, somewhere somewhere somebody said that's the line, so you know we ran with it today. Seven eighteen in the morning. We'll take a break. <clears throat> Your thoughts. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405 651 3439. 
We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. T-Row in the Morning Show, Hightower Clinical brings you this hour. No cost or insurance needed to participate in one of their clinical trials. Compensation provided, medication provided for free. Several area locations. Hightowerclinical.com. Call or text 405-831-5905. Kenneth Meyer Chevrolet text line. As a dad with young kids, I was sitting here wondering how Toby knew about Cocoa Melon. Grandkids will watch with the dogs soon. Yeah. Well, by I, then, I, yeah, Ozzy will be old enough. Like, if you need sure. a babysitter, you just leave the baby with Ozzy and they'll right. watch Cocoa Melon together. And Piglet. Yeah. Yeah. Piglet, by then, will be, probably be out on her own partying and out of the house and stuff. But, yeah, she may be around some. Mm-hmm. When you say kolache, do you mean pig in a blanket or the uh, Czech pastry that you get in Prague, Oklahoma? Now, basically, kolache is a pig in a blanket, except it's a... Me, I see a pig in a blanket as a biscuit with a sausage. A kolache I see as more of a roll with a sausage. But basically, they're the same thing. Same a thing. biscuit with a sausage? Yeah, that's what I see, a pig or a croissant, you know. Yeah. Well... Yeah, these donut shops call them kolaches. They're a little different than if you go down to, like, West Texas, the city of West down there where they're famous for them. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're a little bit different, but that's what they call them. Yeah, it's a so- it's a sausage roll. Some places call them a sausage roll. They're oh. delicious. I like them with a little mustard on them. Yeah, absolutely. Okie yeah. Zen says, London Bridge was moved to Lake Havasu, Arizona. Is this a true story? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's all it says. That's after, all it says. After it fell down? Maybe after it fell down? This seems like it's made up, but it's so random that maybe it's true. Uh, science says dogs can only see shades of blue, so you ought to leave on bluey. I don't believe that this uh, shades of blue thing is true. I think dogs see uh, everything. My dog knows when a dog's on television, whether the dog's barking or not. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe this blue thing. But bluey is a good option for you. Okay. Here you go, gents. The armies of the English king. Um, king Olaf uh, Haraldson of Norway laid siege to London from the south bank of the Thames near Southwark. It was decided Tim's. to destroy the London Bridge in order to isolate Dane's position on the north side of the city of London. So, All right. So is it in Lake Havasu now? I'm still investigating that. Okay. Uh, did you all send out? It's still regardless. I, I think all that's probably true with that person just said about the origin of London Bridge falling down. Still a weird thing to write a kid's song about. Tremendous disaster is unfolding before our eyes. Before our eyes we're about to be isolated from the rest of Europe. <laughs> My fair lady. Sooner Ob says, did you all send out friend requests for this Facebook group? Um, I don't. Oh, that looks legit. Um, what are you talking about right now? This is a Facebook group that says it is the Ref Army Facebook group, and it's got our logo on it. 
-hmm. Not that I'm aware of. I'm not going to say that Tyler hasn't done this, but I'm not aware of it. So hmm. click uh, with caution sooner, Ob. Someone can verify that and let me know that you guys have created the Ref Army uh, Facebook group. But that could be fan-created, uh, listener-created. I don't know. Here we go. I got to the bottom of it. Okay. London Bridge is a bridge in Lake Havasu, Arizona. When it was built in the 1830s, it spanned the River Thames in London. In 1968, the bridge was purchased from the city of London by Robert McCulloch. However, McCulloch only had the exterior granite blocks from the original bridge cut and transported to the United States for use in the construction of a new bridge at Lake Havasu. Uh, the only parts of the new London Bridge that made it to Arizona were the exterior masonry. So the I guess the outside brick of it is the old. Still, that's pretty cool. The old London Bridge. Hmm. How about that? I didn't. Know I that. never knew this. No. Uh, Thank going, you. Our going, listeners are the best, aren't they? Sooner Fan in Texas says, I'm going to admit that I was today years old when I realized the song is talking about one London Bridge falling down. Thank I you. thought it was Thank many you. bridges. I Learned so something I. new every day. Because it puts, you know, on Coco Melon, it puts the words on the bottom of the screen. And it said, London Bridge is falling down. And I was like, hang on. It's just one bridge? I thought it was all of the London bridges. London Bridge is falling down. And so... Still, there was probably only one bridge at that time, but who knew? I'm being told uh, that Facebook group is legit. So there you go, Sooner Rob. I learned something new today. Uh, the ref. Boy, our Army. social media prowess is unstoppable, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> uh, the AT&T outage is going to make uh, me lose my mind. Can't listen to you guys through the app for more than a minute without it shutting me off, and both of the radio stations don't work in Enid, sadly. Is there an you know, AT&T outage right now? On. I don't have AT&T. I heard, I heard something was going on this morning with a bunch of different providers, but um, I'll have to look into the details here. Hmm. Like a, a hack or a terrorism or just having problems? I said I'll be looking into the okay. details. Well, it is that time of year when I get 100 emails from different Skyview and Learfield, and it's like, hey, we're going to have sun outages. So I didn't know if that was something to do with it. You know? AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile customers hit by widespread cellular outages in the U.S. Um, My phone's been fine today. I'm T-Mobile. It says most issues have been reported in Houston, Chicago, Dallas, Los Angeles, and Atlanta. AT&T's network suffered a widespread outage across the country Thursday morning with cellular service and Internet down. Some Verizon and T-Mobile customers also reported outages. Um, don't, I don't, it's not clear what triggered the service disruption. I don't know. Sounds fishy, doesn't it? Sounds fishy. I bet it was caused like, by the price of donuts. That gum or lie. aliens. Could be aliens. Might be aliens. Um, I don't get what he said. Meaning though, by that affecting the radio stations in Enid, like both radio stations don't work in Enid, sadly. Or if he means we're not an affiliate up there. Hmm. I don't know how that wipe out a whole whole station unless they run off of cell phones. <laughs> Good morning, gentlemen. How about a 10-game win-loss for the Thunder for the next 10 games coming out of the break? That's from Greg. Greg loves the 10-game 10, uh, 10 win-loss. Well, we do start the uh, post 
all-star break uh, second half of the season tonight with a good one, the Clippers in town, and Gordon Hayward expected to make his debut for OKC tonight. Perhaps Bismack Biombo as well. We'll see. So I don't hate the idea. I do want to look at, like, the Western Conference and try to figure out how this is going to shake out. So maybe a good a 10-game win-loss is not a bad idea. So, uh, now, Greg, your wish has been granted out of this break. Let's get an, one or two more text messages in, though. Uh, teenage, uh, teenage, TJ's donut holes are what the rest of us call cream-filled donuts. No, yeah, who knows get out of here. There's Galardia donut get holes that are, like, gold-plated and amazing, I'm sure. The 14-game playoff is in anticipation of the new pay structure. 14 to 16 games is needed to keep revenue margins for universities. That sounded official, like maybe Joe texted that. Well, I'm going to tell Joe now. Stop it! TJ is against more good football. Okay, He does not want to see any more good football. I'm against change in what I thought was a brilliant structure. It was terrible. Yeah, and donuts are expensive, but we can't all have what we want. I loved it when we really had no idea who won anything. And we liked it. I never questioned it. I said, yep, these are the two best, and I uh, saw that team win. You didn't question it because you were young and you didn't have a radio show. And you just said, all right. I haven't questioned it in the last 20 years that we've been doing the radio show. But like, but if today, if today we had a system where at the end of the season everybody just went to random bowl games wherever their conferences were assigned, and we just like all of the newspaper writers voted on who they thought the best team was, you would be like, "What is this?" I'm not saying I like. Can we that not play a game to as much as I like the BS- BCS championship game? I liked the computers. I liked yeah. all of that, how it played out. I loved it. The two teams in the computer picks yes. which two teams. Yes. And I you're was an a, adult cave, when that man. happened. You're a caveman. <laughs> Get uh, off my cut. lawn, kids! Uh, we'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. They got to calm down out in Lubbock, by the way. They stormed the court the other night. I didn't see this, but they stormed the court after beating unranked TCU the other night. What are they and, doing? Uh, the rest of the college basketball world is like going, what is wrong with you people in Lubbock? They're, they're, they're crazy out there, man. They're crazy. They, we won. Let's all run onto the court. Uh, did you see that uh, today college football players can uh, opt in for EA Sports College football game? Yeah, I saw. I knew that was coming up. So um, there are a lot of people fired up about this. That came a little bit after I was more... Tech Mobile Madden as it was getting started in the early years. I played EA, uh, the EA game some, but not as much as uh, like Tyler and Parker and some of them that are just head over heels over this announcement. So it'll be cool for those players, though, to be able to actually uh, have their names and, you know, 
be involved in the game where years past it was always obviously just the number. If they opt in to allow to have their image and likeness used, they do it through their NIL portal system. They get $600 plus a free copy of the game. I think that's it. worth it. Yeah, that's worth it. Uh, you I mean, live I'm forever. Sure, yeah. I'm sure that um, maybe it should be. Maybe it should be more than that. I don't know. You got 130 some teams. Multiply that times all the players. $600 times every. That's a lot of money to distribute. But. I mean, I, if I was in college, I, I would I would say, man, that's just cool, man, just to be on the Absolutely. game. Absolutely, I'll yeah. take six hundred bucks in a free game for it. But I don't know, somebody will probably push back on this. My daughter just texted me that her cellular data isn't working, so it must be affecting hmm. Oklahoma in some regard too. Uh, okay, TJ, win loss thunder. We were requested this by uh, Greg, so all of you that get mad at me for uh, talking thunder here for the next five minutes, Let me stretch blame quick. Greg. Thunder, here's how the standings are, second half or the post-All-Star break uh, season starts tonight. OKC gets uh, the Clippers, so second and third place meeting tonight at Paycom. Timberwolves in first place, game and a half up on the Thunder. Clippers a half game back of them in third. Then you've got Denver, then Phoenix, then the Pelicans, then Dallas in seventh, Kings in eighth. Lakers and Warriors would be the last two play-in teams right now. Outside looking in, Jazz, Rockets, Grizzlies, Trailblazers, Spurs. All right, TJ, are you, we haven't done this all year, so are you remember how to do this? We did it at the beginning of the year. This oh, was a request we? at the beginning of the season, yeah. Um, okay, so but you remember how to do it. I'll tell you the game. You tell me whether they're going to win or lose. We call it win-loss. Okay, okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you've reminded me, yeah. Okay, uh, so tonight, Clippers at home. Clippers at home, I will give the Thunder a win. Plus, there's questions on whether Kawhi wanted more days off out of the All-Star break. So, Yeah, probably. That's probably true. Um, let's see here. Next up, you got Washington at home. Win. At Houston. They got back-to-back Houston. A road and then a home. Okay, split those. Interesting. At San Antonio. Um, win at Phoenix. They're better than Phoenix, but I'll go loss at Lakers. LeBron is old and complaining about his ankle. Anthony Davis probably has a sore eyebrow. I'm going to go win on the road against the Lakers at Portland. Win. We have two more. Miami home. Home against Miami, I'll say they get it done at home. Memphis, home. Win. Eight and two. Eight and two. TJ. And that's about what they've been playing at a clip at. Seven and three, eight and two in ten game stretches. So now Maybe here's what I'd like four. to do. I would like to go ahead and finish out the rest of the season. And also <laughs> do that for all of the rest of the contenders in the Western Conference. Let's try to figure out what the standings are going to be, okay? Oh gosh, no. Let's all right. Not, let's not do that. No. Okay, we'll just stop here then. Eight and two says TJ in the next ten for the Thunder, and you've got them losing to the Rockets in there. Yeah, that's probably more seven and but three. You got them beating the Lakers. Yeah, seven and three probably is more realistic. What did you predict their 
seed will be in the playoffs, or have you said? I think at the beginning of the year, I said they would be in that five range fighting for home court. You going to stand by that? I think they'll have home court. No, I think they'll be so a top, top four, four seed. Yeah, they'll be a top four seed. Who's the one? Is Minnesota going to win it? Or has Denver kind of been cruising and they're going to kick it in gear? I'm going to say that Denver kicks it in gear and ends up the one. What's Dallas going to do? What's Kyrie going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't even remember what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> Dallas will make the playoffs. I'm not willing to say uh, they're a top four seed and get home court in the first round. So, All right, there you go. That was a little thunder talk. 247 Sports has ranked the SEC football coaches next year. 1 to 16. Um, Have you seen this? I have not seen this. Who do you think is number 1? And who do you think is number 16? Don't overthink it. Kirby's 1. Yes. 16 is um, whatever Vandy's coach's name is. Yes, his name is Clark Lee, <laughs> L-E-A. Where do you think Venables ranks? I will say, just quickly on the top of my head, I'll say six. Ten. Oh, ten? Mm-hmm. Who's all ahead of him? Well, I'm about to tell you. Okay, tell me, please. Kirby Smart, one. Brian Kelly, two. Okay. Steve Sarkeesian, three. Oh, jeez. He has Kalen, got him to a playoff. I'll give him Kalen that. Kalen DeBoer, four. He played in a championship game, but. Lane Kiffin, five. Okay. Everybody duck. Josh Heupel, six. No, see, that's. <sighs> Who is Eli... this? Who put this out? 247. Morons. 247 is a bunch of idiots. Is who this, works for uh, that company? Is this Parker? I don't remember which one he's at now. How so confused. You know? Who can who can know? Eli Drinkwitz seven. Oh come on. Mark Stoops eight. Mad respect to the Stoops family. Sure. Hugh Freeze nine. BB ten. What? Mike Elko eleven. That's A and M's new coach. Billy Napier twelve. Florida. Shane Beamer, 13. Sam Pittman, Arkansas, 14. Jeff Lebby, 15. Clark Lee, 16. There you go. So, yeah, I feel like I've riled you up by these rankings. I I had I had Brent placed correctly, I think, based on what well, we know and what we've seen. Who would you rank ahead of him? Um... Brian Kelly, uh, the five that you put there. Smart, smart, Kirby smart, Brian Kelly, Steve Sarkeesian, Kalen DeBoer, Lane Kiffin. Yes, and, and Sarkeesian and DeBoer just basically, I'm giving them credit for this past season. I don't know that they're better overall, but I, they've done what he hopes to do here with Oklahoma, and that's get them to a playoff in a championship game. So I'm giving them credit there, and Lane Kiffin has done really well over the last couple of seasons and is, you know, one of the top teams in the SEC going into this next year, as everybody thinks. So that's where I would place him. I would put him above Josh Heupel, I think. But you also knew that was coming. I don't respect Josh a lot as a coach. So 
I mean, the shots just keep getting fired. This T.J. Perry, Josh Heupel thing, by the time September 21st rolls around, could be out of control. I mean, if we're ranking coaches with uh, neck fat, number one, I'm putting him at the top of the list. But overall in the SEC, no, I'm moving him down to about eighth, ninth. I'm not saying he's last. I mean, there's like the neck fat thing is rude, but he's also got competition. (laughs) Um. Just to recap, I apologize I, way back to the first time I said that. If that was mean, I shouldn't have said it. You know the whole, like, the, the trend, like, how it started, how it's going? You remember that? Yeah, yeah, we're side-by-side pictures. So, or, yeah. W- w- I need you to collect all of this in the how it started category, okay? Can you put all this in a how it started box for us? Uh, OU, six and a half over under, ten and a half point underdog to Texas. Brent Venables, 10th best coach in the SEC. You put that in the we'll, – I'm sure we'll add more to the how it started box. And then, you know – Oh, I got point, you. You wanted me tracking this. and, and End of the year. Gotcha. No, I want you to physically go to Hobby Lobby and get a box. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me how did this start with something on – how no, this I is, felt. We're, we're at the how it started part of how it started, how it's going. <laughs> we're collecting all the things OU's saying, or, uh, they're saying about OU. Uh, seven and a half, six and a half over under this year. Ten and a half point underdog to Texas. Brent Venable's 10th best coach in the league. All of this is going in the how it started box, yeah. okay? And look, the I... End of the year, we'll open the how it's going box. I get I placing Brent higher up than probably he even deserves because... I'm closer to the situation and love Brent. Um, but I don't think he's that low. Well, considering where I will be and who I'll be sitting to here in about uh, three hours, yeah, I would rank uh, Brent Venables <laughs> one, Kirby Smart two, and there then it go. goes down from there. There you go. Now and I'm really curious. I don't even think it's close. That's the I'm, biggest hint you've given of uh, what you said you had going on today. So I don't even think it's close, to be yeah. honest with you. That's what I'd rank him. <laughs> and he would be last in the uh, net fat, uh, net, neck oh, yeah. fat rankings. <laughs> That's hard Trem- to say. Tremendously good. Yes. Very uh, good job. In shape neck area. <laughs> right. Maybe the best in the conference. <laughs> I'm looking over these pictures. You know what? Clark Lee looks like he's in pretty good shape at Vandy. I don't see a lot of neck fat there. Beamer, pretty good shape. Right. It goes downhill from there, though. All right, break time. We'll be back. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby and TJ. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9. The CPAP-wearing, coin-collecting, pimento cheese experts of Sport Talk Radio in Oklahoma. Right here on The Ref and worldwide on the KREF app. Hightower Clinical, they bring you this hour. No cost or insurance to participate in one of their clinical trials. Many, many areas that they're working in right now. If you want to find out more information... HightowerClinical.com, call or text 405-831-5905. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, this uh, texter is asking if I'll be bidding on AD's shoes. Now, didn't he put out that that was fake, that story was fake last night? I'm unaware of this story. Uh, There was a story that broke yesterday that AD, uh, Adrian Peterson, was so broke he is selling off all of his trophies, rings, memorabilia, 
because he's uh, he's broke. And then he, I'm pretty sure, tweeted out fake story, something along those lines. So I don't know if it's true or not. Hmm. Um, but no, I wouldn't I hate, be bidding on his shoes, I, I don't think. That. So I hope it's not true and what he said was true. I, I know he's had his issues financially over his career, and I know a lot of that is things he's done with the way he's handled his money. So I hope that's not the case, though, for him, that he's to the point that he's having to sell off Agreed. trophies and rings and things from his childhood and, you know, playing days and stuff. So hopefully that's not the case. But if it is the case, lesson, kids, do not hire live camels for your birthday party. Hmm. It's a, an expense that you don't need. I mean, this is you're a weird person to be talking about this, but go ahead. Why am I a weird person to be talking about this? At my 50th birthday party, I did not have live camels. I just traveled to uh, a destination city for a birthday that I did not plan. Uh Uh, But because of that, I am not yet selling off my old tennis shoes. No, that's not true either. They're yeah, on Marketplace right now. My wife has. You're, you're, you're my making wife transactions has, my, on Marketplace every day. She's listed right now. What am I saying? Uh, Mark Stoops should be top five or six. OU Tino thinks. All right. Uh, guys, BV is sixteen and ten. Explain it away, however you wish, but he needs to win before giving anything at being given anything as a coach. I realize that. He's got a lot to prove still, but I'm saying year one to year two, massive improvement. Let's see what year three is. Like, he's already yeah. had more success in year two than a lot of those guys on the list. I just hate you people that try to bring logic into these conversations. Yeah, like, let us just, be homers. Just blindly have faith, okay? Toby's got to go sit down with the man, apparently, in how, about an how, hour. How awful must it be to just constantly be, uh, you know logically comparing statistical information sounds terrible top of the hour timeout we'll be back